This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your Field Pass for Friday, June 2nd, 2017. And this time, your preseason Field Pass gets you two more world-class spring training updates. First, the Madison Scouts. The Scouts are holding their 2017 preseason camp in a place that's familiar to thousands of Indiana high school band members past and present, the Trafalgar, Indiana Future Farmers of America camp. Well, we've mentioned this place before on the Field Pass. This FFA camp doubles as a great band or core camp facility with multiple practice fields and ideal housing in a beautiful secluded setting. And uh, this is our fourth year here. Scouts Executive Director Chris Komnick. It's going really well. The, uh, the guys moved in. Uh, we started some leadership training sessions last Tuesday. Uh, full rehearsal started on Friday, and uh, they're progressing really well. Weather's been uh, treating us very good here. And uh, they've got, uh, you know, maybe about 25% of the show on the field at this point and pushing forward. What kind of changes did you make to the design and instructional staff, if any, during the offseason? Mostly tweaks uh, on the design staff uh, is predominantly the same. We have a, a new drill rider in Jack Percival. Um, we brought Van Matthews over, who's been on our brass staff, moved him over into the design team. He brings a ton of experience in what I would call uh, the horizontal aspects of show design, uh, the music integration and all of that. And he's been a great addition on the team there, uh, but mostly, uh, mostly unchanged. I think the, you know, the team's really starting to click together and uh, we wanted to keep that consistency uh, on the instructional side. Um, again, you know, primarily most of the caption, actually all the caption heads are the same uh, with the exception of the visual side. We brought in a gentleman from BDB, Jay Fuentes, uh, who's uh, heading up the visual team now and uh, and made some tweaks on uh, some of our drum staff as well. Boy, having Van Matthews on the design team, that's that's a great move. Yes, he came back and started working with us uh, last year. Uh, and, you know, the, the experience and the wisdom he brought to the brass staff was just incredible. Uh, and, you know, as we started kind of laying out what we wanted uh, with this year's show, uh, he was just a natural fit to to take a lot of that same experience over to the design team and really assist with the, a lot of the music integration. Yeah, one of the most intense yet thoughtful people that I've I've ever met. Uh, Chris, tell us about the show this year. Sure, the show's uh, called The Last Man Standing. Uh, so we we announced that a few weeks ago. For us, a little bit of a departure in terms of maybe typical Madison shows. I think we've we've taken a look at a story that we've wanted to tell. Um, and put this production together. Uh, it's integrated in a very, a very interesting way. Uh, basically, it, it, it looks at uh, a man's struggle with himself um, as he overcomes adversity uh, in a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, it's, uh, you know, aesthetically, it takes a lot of nods from the Mad Max. I guess not trilogy, there's four of them now, but from those movies in terms of a lot of the visual cues and a lot of, uh, a lot of that sort of post-apocalyptic world. Um, and we've, we've taken some very interesting musical choices. It opens up with a traditional piece called Pilent's P, but that moves quickly into a Bartok piece called uh, uh, The Miraculous Mandarin. And I think it really shows our horn line and the, the demand that we're putting on them. Uh, the middle third of the show, we've chosen to go with... Uh, 
original productions, original scores written by uh, Scott Borma, uh, James Sparling, and Nick Porcho. And uh, we call that section, uh, we've broken the, the, the show into, I guess, five parts here. And uh, the opening piece is called Territorial Claim. The second piece is called Depletion in 02. And that's when the original works start. Uh, the third movement is Hope and Despair. Uh, that is also original work. And then it closes with uh, the sections called The Battle Within. And that includes primarily music for Prague. Finishes off with, again, with Polens P. Kind of gets reintroduced on the backside of the show. Musically, that is certainly a departure from what you've been doing in recent years. Are you trying to be a different Madison Scouts this year? Well, I think we're trying to bring some different things to the field. Um, and... To stay current with the activity, to push the activity in some new areas, uh, we think we're doing some very unique things uh, with the show design. We think we're doing some very unique things visually as well. Um, you know, the scouts have uh, certainly have a long history of of introducing new concepts into the activity. Uh, sometimes we're always known for that, but if you actually go back and look at our history, there's been a lot of things that the uh, the scouts were some of the first to do, including uh, you know, a lot of the integrated movement and dance in the uh, the horn lines, uh, uh, color guard being color guard equipment being utilized by horn lines, some different instrumentations. Um, so a, a lot of that does exist in our history, and and as we sat around. Coming off last season, we said, uh, you know, we didn't want to uh, put handcuffs on the design team in any way. In fact, I sat down with them. I said, look, you know, we want to be as innovative as possible. Um, we want to push in areas where we can be unique. Uh, and I think they've done a really fabulous job constructing this show. And I think, uh, I think we're going to open up some eyes. Will the post-apocalyptic theme visually, will it be mostly seen through uh, costuming in the color guard, or will we see post-apocalyptic Madison Scouts uh, uniforms or costumes this year? Yeah, I've heard, heard mention of that ah. <laughs> on a few of the online forums. Um, let's just say that uh, the, the core will certainly have uh, a look that's very specific to this show. Okay. We'll leave it right there. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have some mystery, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're we're only three, what, three and a half weeks away from uh, from that uh, introduction. But yeah, I think you know we want something that the fans are going to be excited to see, and uh, I'm sure there'll be uh, uh, that excitement around that, uh, especially as it relates to this production. And we're doing it visually with uh, some of the the scenery and props and sets that we're going to be utilizing out on the on the field as well. And, and it's been fun because we're, we're working with them right now. And it's, uh, uh, we've, we've, we've got a look that we're going for and it's uh, been fun kind of creating it and excited about that. Madison Scouts Executive Director, Chris Komnick. The Scouts will be featured in a clinic for band directors at Lucas Oil Stadium prior to the season premiere on June 22nd. They make their competitive debut on the 24th in Whitewater, Wisconsin. This is your Field Pass, the official podcast of Marching Music's Major League.
The defending Drum Corps International World Champions are back at Denison University in Granville, Ohio for their spring training. Camp's going great. Blue Coats Executive Director David Glasgow. We've been in uh, since Wednesday, May 17th, and we have uh, just a little bit over five minutes of the show on the field, and we're going to jump into the next chunk of the show. Uh, so by the end of the weekend, we'll probably have about seven minutes on, uh, which puts us uh, in a great place. So everything's, yeah, everything's going great so far. The Blue Coats letting the world know their music, but not their show concept. Tell us a little bit about the music. Well, we're just really, really excited about it. Uh, you know, we discovered this band, Thank You Scientist, early on in our design process, and they really just kind of opened up a whole new world to us. We're excited about that. And then obviously we're playing a little bit of Frank Zappa this year, which, uh, you know, we this piece Zombie Wolf, which we're, again, just over the moon about. And then there's also this piece too, uh, Grow Till Tall by uh, Yancey. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, and he's the front man for a band uh, that's actually really popular right now called uh, Sigur Ross. Um, and I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, uh, but uh, that will be kind of the lyrical piece in our show. And uh, that's really come, come together well too. So yeah, you know, we're, we're excited about uh, showing our audiences what we got at our first show uh, on uh, June 22nd. What about changes to staff? You guys obviously uh, had a very successful season last year. Did you did you rearrange anything in the off season? We really didn't uh, rearrange too much. You know, we've added a couple of people here and there. Um, we added a uh, a movement instructor and choreographer, uh, Samia Mooney. Uh, she's she's a big addition for us. Uh, but other than that, you know, we we had some new faces on on the tech staffs of the various uh, captions. Um, but nothing too major. The only other thing we really did is we, we, we separated um, our electronics from the front ensemble. Because over the years, you know, electronics and front ensemble kind of get lumped into one. But given all the things that we're doing and experimenting with now, we felt that that kind of needed its own team of people to focus just on electronics. Vince Oliver still the lead electronics designer? Yep, he's still with us. He does an amazing job for us. And uh, Aaron Beck. Uh, who is an alum of the Blue Coats, marched in 1995 with us. He's our audio systems designer. Uh, he actually has the same job for Cirque in Vegas. He actually put the sound systems together for the Love Show, the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show, and he's currently, uh, you know, he put the sound system together for the Michael Jackson One show, and then he's the guy that actually runs the sound system for them uh, during their performances. So we're really fortunate to have him with us, and he. You know, he brings just an amazing amount of experience uh, and expertise that allow us to do some of the things that we do. So awesome that you have my old Tour of Champions partner, Samia Mooney, uh, ex-Santa Clara Vanguard, ex-Blast cast member uh, on staff. She brings a lot to the table, doesn't she? She's, uh, she's really fit in well. Uh, she just has a, you know, a very um, warm personality that really works well with the, with the members. And obviously, she's an outstanding instructor. So, so far, it's, uh, yeah, it's really going great. Dave, as, as you start this 2017 season as the reigning world champions, do you, do you feel anything different? Do you feel a different kind of pressure? We, you know, we've heard Blue Devils uh, talk in the past about the, the pressure of coming off a championship and wanting to push the envelope even more. Are you feeling any of that? Uh, to be honest with you, Dan, we don't feel that, um, at least not yet. You know, maybe that will change as we get into the season. But right now, I can honestly say that our process and kind of the general feeling around the organization is very similar to what it's been in the last five years. And, you know, quite honestly, we're also not really thinking about what happened last year. We're not really thinking about 
you know, repeating. I mean, that that's that's not really on our radar screen right now. And I know that may sound cliche, <laughs> you know, oh, we're not thinking about that. Uh, but we're really not. You know, we're just kind of focused on doing our thing. And, you know, for the last, yeah, several years, you know, our thing's about let's come up with the coolest possible show that we can. You know, let's do what we can to try new things, to entertain our audiences, and then let the, let the chips fall where they may. Fortunately, last year that led to a championship, which was wonderful. But we're following the same process this year, and we'll see where that leads. Um, you know, so far, so good. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about the show, but we're, not, we're trying not to really think about what happened last year and, you know, how that relates to this year. We're just trying to do our thing. In the discussions that I've had with Dean Westman about your shows, and I think this was back during uh, the, the season of Tilt, I remember Dean saying to me, you know, one of the best things about being on staff at the Blue Coats is we rarely hear the word no we can't do that. No, this can't be done. Um, how is it, Dave, that you're able to find the way, find the money, find the resources, find the volunteers, the the engineers, the whatever, to get done whatever uh, Dean and his crew dream up? Sometimes I don't even know how we pull it off. We just we do everything we can to try to make the vision of the designers come to life. Uh, you know, and that's that's really been my goal um, since I've been the director of the Blue Coats and. You know, I've always kind of felt, too, that we need, to, we need to shift what we do and kind of create a system with the organization that fits the talents of the people we have. And, and so, you know, that, that's been my goal, and, and that's been the organization's goal, is to do everything we can to bring these, these creations to life. It's not easy. It, you know, it certainly requires money and effort and all that. You know, fortunately, we have a team of people, a, t- a staff people, that are all in on the idea of trying these big ideas. And so that really helps. You know, and so it's not just it's not just me trying to make it happen. You know, all of our instructors are constantly thinking about how the heck we're going to get this stuff on the field. You know, how are we going to get it off the field? How are we going to get it loaded? And they're kind of all in on it. You know, they really are across the board. Uh, you know, our instructors, our admin team. So that really makes it possible. You know, so I know sometimes when you're using props and things like that, you know, it it can be a hassle. But luckily for us, we just embrace it. So I think that's a really uh, important part of making it all happen. Other than that, though, sometimes I just don't know. We just kind of figure it out along the way, and it all works or doesn't sometimes. But uh, unfortunately, it has recently. So, yeah. I assume that your costuming is changing this year. Uh, well, I, you know, we, we are doing something different. We'll look uh, different than last year for sure. You know, I would not expect us to, to wear a traditional uh, drum corps uniform. Uh, so I think our audience can expect us to look different than what we than the, how we looked last year. So you guys are going to put off uh, announcing your show until a little bit later. Yeah, we will. Um, you know, we plan to announce our show much closer to the time uh, of our first performance. We want the audience to be completely surprised when they see our show. We want them to experience everything that night for the first time. We want there to be some anticipation about what we're going to do. And we don't want anyone to have any idea what to expect uh, until they see us. Now, obviously, we announce the music, so people can do some listening ahead of time. But in terms of the overall package and design of the show, we want everybody to be really, really surprised. And we want them to be excited about what they see when they see it live for the first time. David Glasgow, Executive Director of the reigning DCI champs, The Blue Coats. The Field Pass theme music was composed by Mark Higginbotham. Countdown to step off 20 days. I'm Dan Potter, back with another preseason field pass next week.